Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. I am excited to be here and chatting with you to see what sort of ideas and insights come up for you from this episode. Uh, I am feeling a little bit nasally today. It's been so windy here in Sydney the last couple of days and heaps of pollen flying around. So I apologize if I'm feeling sounding a little nasally. But I also noticed as I was about to record this that we are up to episode 87 of the Transit Lounge podcast. I can't believe that I've done that many and hopefully we'll do another 87 more. We'll see how we go. Um, But today's episode is inspired by a new habit that I've just been starting to experiment with and that is doing a morning walk but I've done that a bit, probably not as regularly as I have done in the last little while, but I've, I've done lots of morning walks in the past. But this new element of the habit is a morning walk with what's called your ears open, which was a suggestion from Gaylene, who is one, a member of the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, Be Your Own Boss in the Business of Your Life, if you're not a member of that private group, why not? Jump in. Would love to connect with you there. Anyway, I posted something about doing a walk by the water and and she responded saying that she, when she goes walking, she goes with her ears open, so not listening to a podcast or music or anything. And her comment was fantastic because it actually made me realize that I am almost always plugged in to something, listening to something or talking with someone or just in some way putting input into my brain, that multitasking. And I tell myself that I do that because it's a really great use of my time, which in some respects it is. But what I realized is that by always being plugged in and all those inputs coming in, I realized that it was quite rare for me to actually give myself some space for silence. And I started thinking about that. And I realized that actually sometimes, depending on where I'm going and what I'm doing, I do that a little bit in my car where I choose consciously to not have the radio on and to not be listening to a podcast and I think that it's one of the things like I've often referred to my car when I'm, especially if I'm doing long drives, as being like this learning lab where I'm kind of in there, captive audience, and I can just listen to lots and lots of podcasts and get inspired and make the use of my time. And I think that I will still want to do that, but I've started doing some of those morning walks, consciously choosing to have my ears open, to not even take my phone with me and to be able to notice my surroundings a little bit more and consciously be choosing to 
walk down some different streets, which apparently doing that sort of thing is really good for your creativity because it opens up variety in your brain compared to just being on autopilot. Some things you want to be on autopilot because you don't want to use any mental energy making decisions about them, but apparently driving to work in a different direction or going down different streets can be really good for opening up your creativity. That was a side little note from this episode. But anyway, on one of these morning walks where my ears were open, I noticed that people have already started putting out their hard rubbish for a council cleanup that's coming up very soon. And I've been aware that that's coming up, but I haven't started you know, doing it yet. But I noticed that some houses literally have heaps and heaps of stuff junk out the front like their whole frontage is basically just covered with stuff they're throwing out and some houses have nothing and some had just a few things out and it's really interesting when I just started to look at you know what are people throwing out are they throwing stuff out or not and some things look like they were in pretty good condition obviously they're not brand new things but you know they didn't look broken or dodgy or whatever and so that sort of made me curious about oh I'm curious about I wonder why they're throwing that out why maybe they don't need it anymore or some things were like kids things like little kids bikes and maybe their kids have grown up other things literally were just like junk broken stuff that you know you couldn't really use I guess some really savvy people would be able to repair things but I just started to notice all this stuff that's just coming out from all behind the doors of these houses that you wouldn't have really known was there. And it got me thinking about the fact that, A, for us at our house, Mick and I need to actually do a look through our place and to see what stuff we might want to um, throw out as part of taking advantage of this council cleanup, which is coming up this weekend. And I've started thinking about it. And we don't really have that much stuff to throw out, really. But in thinking about it and having some conversations with with Mick and sort of kind of going, oh, okay, I've got to remember to put that thing out or that thing out, I realised that it's such a good opportunity to have – it's like an appointment, if you like, to force us to actually look, to see what sort of stuff we've got in cupboards, in the shed, in the carport, in random little storage cupboards and nooks and crannies to actually see what's there and to sort of ask ourselves what is this thing and and do we still need it and use it and want to keep it or not and so that's what this episode is about is realizing that it's actually a really useful thing to have an external prompt or appointment or marker of time to force you encourage you maybe rather than force to look at your current situation and to do a bit of a equivalent of a hard rubbish review. And so I started wondering, how could we use that or create some kind of marker or event like the council cleanup to review what you're hanging on to in your life and your work? And I just thought that could be such a useful thing to do and to consider. And look, there's been lots of conversations and trainings and talks and books and things about decluttering. And I guess that this is a version of that, but I guess it's honing in more on what's the trigger for you to do it and then what's the process that you use 
to consider what you hang on to and what you get rid of. And I remember reading something that I think it was Gretchen Rubin that she wrote in one of her recent books about her approach to tidying up and cleaning things out. And she asks herself three questions. So I guess Marie Kondo talks about um, does it spark joy? And Gretchen Rubin, I guess, adds to that or has a slightly different take on that where she asks herself, do I love it? Do I need it? Or do I use it? And you want to get a yes to at least one, if not more than one, of those three to decide whether it stays or goes. Because there's some things that maybe don't make much sense to other people about why you're hanging on to it, but you really love it and it gives you that that sense of joy or uh, appreciation or gratitude or whatever. And so you hang on to a thing, even though it's a weird random thing that someone would go, wow, what are you hanging on to that for? Um, but then there's other things that you don't really love, but you actually need it. I think one of the examples that she gave was like a stapler. <laughs> so you don't have to be in love with your stapler, but if you you know actually need it uh, to use it, then it's, it's, you've got to hang on to it. So that can be a great little approach to take. And when I think about it for us, We've decided that we're going to be doing a little bit of a reno in the new year. Although somebody said to me yesterday, there's no such thing as a little reno. And that made me laugh because it's so true uh, that we started thinking quite small and we keep adding and adding ideas. So it'll be interesting to see what we end up doing. But anyway, because we're planning on doing the reno in the new year, the opportunity to clean out some stuff now before we have to pack up the whole house and put it into storage is very appealing to me to sort of get started with that process. And I've been finding myself sort of thinking about and looking at things and going, oh, would I keep that? Do I still want that in the new Renault house or where will that go? And all those sort of questions. And I even have said to Mick the other day about something we had, I can't remember, like a table or something. Uh, and he was saying, yeah, yeah, we're going to keep that. And I was saying to him, like, if you want to keep this, the question you've got to ask yourself is, are you – actually prepared to pay to store it because anything we decide that we're going to keep we're basically going to say we're going to pay to put it into storage for the three four months of the reno and so it's been really interesting to see the thought process behind deciding what to keep and what to let go of and I think it's sort of just been buzzing around for me about the impact of having this as a trigger once, I think maybe the council does it twice a year, that they set this arbitrary date for this council cleanup to happen. And as a result, it prompts you, if you're aware of this date and getting on board with it, it prompts you to look at your stuff, to look at what you want to keep and what you could chuck out. And so it's very effective when we have that external appointment or that date. But we don't really have anything like that as a prompter to review our lives and our work. And so that's what I'm curious about. How could you create something like this for yourself? You know, a set day or, or time frame to consciously and actu- actively review what's going on for you right now. What's working in your work life and your home life? What's past its use-by date and really should be let go of or upgraded. And I just think this could be so incredibly useful because otherwise what I have noticed with 
clients and potential clients that I talked with that it's just too easy to get complacent about creating any kind of change, to just let things and issues and challenges accumulate or to get yourself so run down that it just gets to a really bad tipping point before you actually do something about making a change. And that's the thing, like it's that time drift that's just so easy to let happen that without any kind of set marker of a date to review and check in with yourself really honestly about what's going on, you can just let things be and let things slide. And, you know, sometimes you might, you know, be thinking about potentially doing something different for your work, but then if you're not sure exactly what you want to do next, then maybe that means that you do nothing to change and just keep putting up with the same old, same old. Or maybe you do have a bit of an idea about what you might like to do next, but then thinking about all the things that you'd have to do to create that change and what would be impacted by making that change, it can feel overwhelming and all just too hard. So you just tell yourself that, you know what, wait till the end of the year. That's a really good time. Wait till the end of the year when I have some time off. And then, you know what happens, you know, that time comes, the end of the year comes and it's Christmas crazy and New Year crazy and you're exhausted from a year of doing a job that potentially feels like it's slowly just destroying and sapping all of your energy levels. And so you just don't feel like you've got the headspace to do it. You tell yourself, I just need a break and I'll get I'll get myself recharged. And you tell yourself, you know what, I'll, I'll set a New Year's resolution and I'll, I'll get onto it next year, 2020. It's going to be different in 2020. But then the new year comes and before you know it, you're back at work and no clearer on what's next and still hanging on to the known uncomfortable things, even if they're not really working for you anymore. And I know that all, you know, probably sounds a little uh, hard and morbid and depressing, but it doesn't really have to be. But that's what can happen if you don't have some kind of marker or date to kind of create your own council clean up hard rubbish day for what's happening in your work and your life. So the question is, what could you do? How could you create your own hard rubbish day for your work and life? A couple of ideas. You can use things like the end of a month, like for example, just nominate the last weekend in the month as your review and cleanup day. Or you could choose and block out a day or half a day over your upcoming Christmas and New Year break. Or you could choose your birthday or the day before your birthday or the day after your birthday. You could choose the Easter long weekend. You could choose the end of financial year. <laughs> and you're probably getting the drift that actually you just have to choose a date and do a review. And look, you know, maybe I'll do a separate episode about how you could actually do this. But just at a high level, you're just setting a date of when you're actually going to do this. And then at the time, you just go through each key aspect of your life and your work and make a note of what's working in that area, what you're enjoying and what's not working and what you're not enjoying. Ask yourself, what are you tolerating 
in that area? That's a really interesting question when you start to just let it kick around for you. You realize all these potentially small things that you tolerate that are not how you would want them to be, but you're not actively doing something about it. You're just tolerating it. But then you can ask yourself, what is one thing that you could do to either let that thing go, to move on from it? You could ask yourself, what's something that you could do to start to make a change? You don't have to go the whole hog in one go, but what's one thing that you could do to just start to make a change? Or what's one thing that you could do to minimize the impact of that thing? Because sometimes we can't change things straight away. They're not the way that you want them to be, but there's a bit of a process that you've got to go through to get to the other side. And that's okay, but you might be able to find ways to minimize the impact that that thing is having on your life. So to even just ask that question, because sometimes you, you want to make a change, but you know that you can't just do it all in one foul swoop or whatever the saying is that's actually really common but what you can do is to make a small start and often in just making a little bit of a start towards clarifying what's next even if you can't actually make the change or all of the change now if you're making a start on it you can actually start to feel like you're back in the driver's seat a bit and so even though on the surface or externally nothing seems to have changed about what you're actually doing, but you know that you've started to change on the inside. You've started to take some steps and that actually makes it easier to deal with whatever is still going on because you know that you're actually on your way to somewhere and something new. So the question for you today with this episode is when is your hard rubbish council cleanup day for you. Maybe you use that day as your life and work review day. But when is your day going to be that you're going to allocate some time to actively review your current work and life to decide what are you hanging on to? What are you keeping? What are you going to keep doing? And what are you going to chuck out or move on from or make a plan to move on from? That's the question for this episode. So I hope that you have a great week having a good hard look at what's working and what's not working let me know how you go see you next week thanks for listening to the transit lounge if you liked it please do me a favor and leave a review so i can keep doing more episodes for you and come and say hi in the private facebook group the transit lounge being ceo you in the business of your life I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.